Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Race for the Ring, Episode 54, Love is Trial and Error with Sharifa Hardy. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles. And I want to know why. Each week, we'll chat with a different dating queen or king, socialite or relationship expert, and explore the many facets of dating today, pitfalls to steer clear from, and how to find the finest fish in the sea. Get ready, set, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I am excited to have you today. We have a very cool lady guest. Uh, she is, was actually the host of a show that I was recently on. It's called Ask Sharifa. It's a video cast and a podcast. And I was featured on there with another entrepreneur a few weeks ago. And she disclosed a little bit of information about her love life. And I in- immediately said, you have to be on my show because she had such a, a compelling backstory. So Sharifa is a business consultant. She's an author, talk show host, as I mentioned, and lucky enough to be located in Long Beach, California. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Sharifa's trial and errors. She's been married a couple of times. She was also involved in a very long-term serious relationship with a guy. Um, and she came to find out that for, I guess, a good, maybe almost a year, maybe longer, he was married um, for part of their time. So that was a, an interesting piece of information to find out unbeknownst to her. So we go through some of that and, you know, it's just really important as we have these hiccups along the way that we take a little bit of information, keep it in our back pocket of knowledge and also signs and, you know, pieces of bad luck, so to speak, that we've had to apply as we meet new people and they enter our lives and just not be guarded, but but enter new relationships with an open eye, open heart, but also a cautious mind. So through our convo, we talked a lot about the experiences that relationships give us and how it helps build character. Um, and obviously, there's always a silver lining, never a mistake if you can find a teachable lesson in some sort of mishap that comes. So without any 
further chatter from yours truly, we're going to go right to Sharifa. Hi, Sharifa. Thank you for joining the Race for the Ring today. How are you? I am fine and I'm so excited because I do so many interviews and people want to know about business and entrepreneurship and I never get to talk about my love life or relationships. So this is going to be new for me. <laughs> I know. It's so fun, right? I was recently on your show and I think I at the end, the tail end mentioned that I had this podcast and then you were saying that, you know, a little bit, I don't want to give it away, but a little bit about your history and I'm like, oh my God, you have to do my show too. This is so great. Yes. So, yes. I'm yes. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about like what you do. Um, just share with, with everybody listening who don't, who doesn't, they don't know you yet. They, you know, folks out there, um, a little bit about what you do with your show and on your day to day, and then we'll get into the juicy meat of the show. Okay. Can't wait to get onto the juiciness, but I'm a business <laughs> consultant. I help people with their businesses, built my first website in 1994. And now I host the roundtable talk show where I give uh, um, entrepreneurs an opportunity to promote their business, talk about themselves and learn from other experts. Yeah, it's awesome. So what types of folks do you coach in your business consulting company that you have? Entrepreneurs, any type of entrepreneur, usually they're people who are just starting out and um, maybe they've had their business for a few months and it's not working for them. And they come mm -hmm. to me and they say, Sharifa, you know, I've read all the books. Uh, everybody says I have to do this, do that. And it's still not working. And one of the things that I've learned is I just have a knack for taking a look at a person's website and their social media and their business plan and really making a few tweaks which will make a difference in their lives because sometimes our business, our website is so personal to us that we can't see any flaws. It's our baby and everybody knows our baby is perfect, you know, and then you ask your friends and your friends like, oh, that's wonderful. It's wonderful, you know, and I'm like, no, that's not wonderful. Change this, fix this, and then you will be profitable, you know, so yeah, that's really yeah. what I enjoy doing. Okay. So you're a fixer. So yes. it's sort of, as you were saying that I was kind of in my head making the correlation to how if you're in a bad relationship, <laughs> but you don't realize you're in a bad relationship, you're like blind, or maybe you're just trying to be comfortable about things or you're dating a loser, so to speak. <laughs> um, but you don't see them as a loser. You see them as a king or a queen, depending on who you're dating. Um, right. but then your friends, um, your friends may be afraid to tell you. I don't know. Usually there's like always that one person that's like, you have got to fix this now yes. <laughs> before yes. it's too late. So let's talk a little bit about like you're, you're married a couple different times, right? So let's talk yes. a little bit about your first one and then your second one and where you are right now in your dating status and stuff like that. Well, I've been divorced twice yes. and I'll talk about the lessons I learned first before I go into the marriages. I, I, I'm a hopeless romantic, hopeless. I, you know, I want to get married again, but I've just learned to make better decisions going in. So mm -hmm. my first husband, which is my kid's father, you know, we met in high school. We weren't oh, thinking wow. long term. We weren't thinking about, you know, who, what's going to happen in the future. It was just this high school love affair. And we, you know, we absolutely no thought. Let me just say that absolutely no thought went into it. And so that was basically my first marriage. And then my second marriage was immediately after 
um, my first marriage ended. I started, I got divorced, started a new job, met this guy. We were wonderful friends and we we're still wonderful friends to this day, my second husband and I. Um, but what happened, and this is one of the things I talk to women about and men too, but too often you may be in a relationship or dating and it's okay. And it's wonderful. Like, for us, it was really great until we got married because mm. people in his life and people in my life didn't see it as an issue or a problem as long as we were dating. But as soon as we got married, then everyone else went, okay, no, we want to mess up your happiness. So he had two, he had two kids, two other, two kids and two from different a previous women marriage or? from previous relationships. Okay. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and he, as soon as he got, there was no problems, no issues. He was paying, seeing his kids. As soon as we got married, it was, oh, well, you decided to marry her. You can't see your son anymore. You know, you, now you got to do this one. Um, he had oh, a 13. Year, yes. He had a 13 year old who everything with the, the mother was fine. As soon as we got married, he was 13. His son was 13. The mom said, you know what? I can't handle him. I'm leaving him with you. And she moved to Detroit. So she drops this 13 year old. She's having a problem. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh with, my God. Uh, I can't even imagine. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that happened. And then he had a two year old from another woman. And as soon as we got married, it was you can't see your son anymore. And I'm like, oh, my God. But when we were dating, going through the dating process, it was a non issue because I think people figure, you know, it'll pass. You know, he never gets married. He likes the date, but he doesn't take anything too serious. And so as soon as we got married, it was it was a problem. He had been paying, giving um, the two year old's mother money. But as soon as we got married, she went and filed for child support, which she had never done. So it's like all these things that just. Oh, she's probably jealous. I guess she's trying to make him tell. But I mean, she can't not let him see his son, right? Well, she tried. Yeah. A lot of stress. That's what I told him, though. I said, because. Um, I asked, I asked my ex-husband, I said, you have to do something. I said, because all that's going to happen is your son is going to grow up and he's going to say, daddy, where were you? And he said, I'm going to tell him your mom was a B and she wouldn't let me see you. And I said, okay, but what he's going to say is, well, dad, why didn't you fight for me? You know, that's the most important thing, not the relationship with the mom, but the relationship with your son. That's That's really good advice. Yes. Yeah. Did he take her Yes, he did. Because that's okay. what you have to answer to at the end of the day. Yeah. No, for sure. A hundred percent. Okay. Let's back up to your first marriage. How long were you married? It's funny because both marriages, I, I was only married for two years. I tell okay. people after two years, I'm done. Like, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I don't do this anymore. <laughs> and I've been... <laughs> You didn't, so you didn't make it to the seven year uh, seven no. year itch or whatever no. they call that. No, the <laughs> okay. seven year itch. I got to yeah. two years, and I think it's because I tell people I do not do come hell or high water. I look around, and if there's hell and high water, that's a sign. Like it's time to go. <laughs> there, there should be peace get your oar in your boat and hit the <laughs> road or the yes. day or the the ocean or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peace. There should be harmony. You know what I mean? So if there's all this turmoil and chaos going on, it's just to me at that time. But mm-hmm. again, mind you, I'll be, I'm so excited. I hope to see you at my birthday party, but I'll be 45 
in March, the 31st. Oh, that's awesome. What March? March 31st. I'll be 45. But I've been divorced since 2003, you know, so it's been a long time. I was very young. And that's why I say now I just know I would make better choices going in as opposed to getting to a certain point and go, no, I can't deal with this. What were the issues with your first husband? Like, can you name like a couple of things that were oh, the yeah. hail and the high water that yeah. made you hit the hit the hay yeah. the road? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bay, yeah. hay, whatever. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Um, he's just he's just not a very nice guy. He's just not a very nice guy. His children, we have two kids. My kids now are 24 and 27 and oh, wow. they don't really deal with their father. They know how he is. But what made me go to divorce were two things. The first thing is he would leave, he would be gone. We live in California, so it's nothing for us to go to Vegas. So he would leave for Vegas on a Friday, come back to, basically he would wind up at the house after going bowling and everything on Monday on Tuesday morning. Oh my God. Right. How old are your kids? Maybe two and five. He left you by yourself on the weekends for two little kids? Yeah, and go wait. have like boys night out or boys weekends away. Yeah, oh. and, and that was bad enough, but he didn't communicate. And so I would ask him, you know, you can't do this. You're a father, you're a husband. And, yeah, you know, yeah. what if something happens, happens to you? And his response was, if anything happens to me, my mother will call you. Oh, my goodness. I yes. can't believe. Yeah, I don't blame yes. you for getting out of that. That's that just was, ridiculous. Yeah. That, that was the first thing. And then the second thing that happened, and, and this one, people say, Sharifa, that was petty. That was a minor thing. But I went to get my hair done. And you you, you get your hair done. I'm sure you develop a oh, relationship, yeah. a rapport yeah. with your beautician. And yeah. so I had just met her and I was showing her, it was like maybe a few times I had gone, I was showing her the picture of my family. And so mm-hmm. she looked at it and she looked at, at my husband and she says, oh, that's, and she referred to his nickname. And I'm like, oh, how do you know my husband? She was like, he's always at the strip club. Oh, my and God. I, this, this true story. This is my life. That's why I said I have to be on your show. I don't to no, it's okay, girl. I've been laughing for years. That's crazy. But that's not even the crazy part. You didn't recognize her going, so he must be like a regular at the strip club. Exactly. And you see it exactly how I saw it at that point. So I asked her, I said, I know I told her. I said, you must have been beside yourself. Yes. You you understand. You understand. Yeah, well, you're a classy professional together woman and you're a mom with two little kids at that point. I would have been like, Live can it. I borrow your razors? I'm going to go be right back. Live it. <laughs> Live find it. Him. Live yeah. it. And so, so I said, no, my husband does not go to the strip club. <laughs> She goes, she goes, yes, he does. And I said, no, he doesn't. It's like, yes, he does. That's him. And I'm like, oh my God. So I go home and I tell him what happened. And he says to me, and I quote, I'm a grown ass man. I can go wherever I want to go. And I said, okay, well, you want to talk to the strippers. I want to talk to the judge. Like you talk to who you want to talk to. I'll talk to, I want to talk to, because I have this thing and this pet peeve. I don't like to learn anything on the streets. I should never have to learn. And so I was like, and she told me she was a stripper, you know, and a hairdresser. So that's how she knew him. But I'm like, you and the stripper are on a nickname 
first name basis. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh my god. This is my I life. Flip out. This is my life. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's that. What'd you learn from that? What was your lesson of that one? My, le- I mean, just really, just make better decisions going in. Like everything, I just. Wait, so you up. think that you do you think there was a sign that you missed coming in, like with that like situation? Yes. What yes. was that? What was your sign? The the main thing is you can see how comfortable a person is with compromise and having respect for you and putting right. you first. And that right. was the thing. His attitude was, it's all about me. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you want. It doesn't matter what you feel. And you can find out if a person is like that way before you say the I do's. And that's what I think, you know, because I think is what you were talking about earlier when people try to fix things. Sometimes mm-hmm. as women, we try to fix the problem. Oh, he'll be okay. I'll fix it. I can, he'll change. He'll be mm-hmm. all right. And it's like, no, you just have to look at a person in who they are and just decide if that's the kind of person that you want to be with. And that's really what I do sure, now. Sure. I, don't, I don't pretend that, that there's something that they're not. And maybe in five years or 12 years that they'll be a better person. It's just, mm-hmm. this is who they are, you know, like no, it's not. true. It's very true. I think throughout my life, I've done that with different people. I've, you know, maybe been told a certain thing and assu- like trusted and thought like things were going to change, and, mm-hmm. you know, kept feeling like it would eventually and I would eventually be happy because they would. Or, right. you know, when I was very young, I was engaged to a guy and he he didn't like cheat on me, but he wasn't honest about things, mostly finances. And I like gave him a lot of other, I kept thinking like, you know, giving him chances to not do that anymore. And it never, never changed. You know, people don't change. Yeah. And you know what? We're, we're friends now. And I mean, I don't know about that, but like certain things, like I see certain patterns because we're still mm-hmm. friends. I mean, we're platonic friends. I mean, we're not, we're, we, I don't even like talk to him all, all the time or anything like that. But certain circumstances come up where I see those patterns and I'm like, you're exactly like you were when we were in our twenties. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, he's just like unbelievable to me, but yeah. people do evolve and I feel like they grow, but I just feel like they have to want to do the work. They have to want to also change. So it doesn't sound like that particular guy had it in him. He probably was happy being like the king of the castle. And yes. was probably was he like that when you were young? I guess he probably was, but it sounds like you were in high school. Like I wouldn't know to like look for stuff like that at that point. Right. Exactly. Right. That's what it comes down to. You never think that this person is going to do certain things. Or right. you never really take into account what that looks like. You know, right. just right. like him. Like now we're older. He was like 21 when we got married, you know, right, so right. he wasn't he didn't have an idea of what a father and a husband should be and what that should look like. And so mm-hmm. we have different expectations. And so that's one of the things that I always remind people is just be clear on what your expectations are. Too often as extremists, people say, oh, well, this person is bad or they're wrong or they're evil. No, maybe they just have different expectations and it could be simple as one person has that I love to live in New York City, you know, where the next person, the the mate would love to live in Wyoming. You know, people just have different expectations. Yeah. And all, the two don't always meet. 
Right. No, that's true. Or even thresholds for love. I and mean, that was sort of my issue with my marriage, my marriage, my, my husband, my ex-husband, who's amazing. I mean, he is so thoughtful and, you know, still takes care of me in certain ways, like with the house and the kids and things like not taking care of my house, but like little things. Like I, I go back and forth to New York and he, he will voluntarily just like bring in my trash cans. Like if I ask him to like pick it and bring in a package, like he's, he does that stuff for me. He lives close by and I trust him to be in my house, like where he's my family, you know, but, but like, so he's, my point is he's an awesome guy, but, and I, you know, but when we were married, I just needed more affection and like yeah. more like, and we, um, I, he, I think we were just grow. We grew up in very different homes in terms of what love looked like, um, and how affection, our affectionate, I should say, our parents were. So I feel like that's learned, and so that may be why he was the way he was, which was fine. He was very happy. He thought everything was great. I just sort of felt like I was only half full, so to speak, in that way. So anyway, I think that also has a lot to do with it, you know, in terms of being content and so forth. So um, so you've been single quite a while. What's your love life look like today? I, I haven't been married for quite a while. Oh, you, you're in a relationship. Ah. I was in a relationship. I was seeing someone, this is what I was telling you about. That's what I'm saying. You have, we have to talk about my life, but I was <laughs> seeing a guy for the last 12 years. And on, in October of 2020, I found out that he married someone else on January 1st. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yes. I remember this now. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So he was was it was he still with you? Like when you he was probably me. courting yes. this person? Yes. Yes. Did you want to marry him? I, I saw us getting married in the future. Yeah. But our lives were more um I, I don't want to say separate, but we're both very busy people. And over uh -huh. time, we kind of fell into a routine. And so yeah. I, I'd see him once a week. He'd come over, we'd visit. And that was our life. It had been that, that way for years. So there was a lot of space and a lot of room for him to do whatever it is that he wanted to do. And in that process, he met someone else They um, and they wound up getting married. Oh, my gosh. So... Yeah. How did you guys break? How did you two break up? Like, what happened? Did he pretty mention that he met somebody? Was he honest no. or he wasn't? Of course not. No, no. But this is the thing. And this is the crazy <laughs> thing. This is crazy. I'm going to tell you. So don't lock me up because my friends are like, Sharifa, stop saying that. But <laughs> what ruined it more than what messed this up more than anything else is COVID, the COVID um, epidemic, because I already knew he lived about 30 minutes away. But okay, we met okay. because he works in Long Beach. He works in the same city. So he will always come and see me during work or after work while he uh -huh. was here. So okay. when the global pandemic hit, the amount of freedom he had at work went from, you know, he could do whatever he want. He's a police right. officer. Because he was working from home probably, right? Yeah, not, no, he wasn't yeah. working from home, but he didn't have as much freedom at work. He's a police officer who basically oh, okay. could go okay. wherever he wanted during the day. But then okay. when the pandemic had hit, they literally put them on lockdown. They had them going out um, protecting government buildings and mm -hmm. they couldn't leave. And then they had people who would come in and make sure that when they were in the office, they had on their mask and mm -hmm. they would have a check every like certain amount of time. So his freedom mm -hmm. 
actually it limited and I what he wasn't able to see me. So he came over in August and he said, you know, it's just too much. I need to take some space. And, you know, and he just gave me this whole speech. But no, it nowhere in this speech did he say I married her or I met I met someone. It had nothing. He just said, you know, it's COVID. Everybody's stressing out. It's too much stress for me. You know, it's pressure. The work is killing me. And then that was it. But that was in August. What did August. you say? What was yours? How did you handle that? Were you hurt? No, because you weren't. No. And the reason I wasn't hurt is because over 12 years, we had had those situations. And this was the God. Like I said, I told you, each of my marriages lasted two years. This right. guy, we had been, I, I don't want to say on again, off again, but there were periods where there we had taken space from each okay. other. So and you over just assumed it was probably like it before, right? Like yeah, I figured like it's a, COVID. You know, right. nobody thought COVID was going to last for a year. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, I just figured, you know, when times get a little bit better and life is have, easier, yeah, and he's not yeah. stressed. That yeah. was my thought. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? Continue. Okay. Then I found out so he, he breaks up with you. He's stressed out at work. He can't handle yes. a relationship and blah, yes. blah, blah. Okay. Yes. And this was August? August. July is when he came over and broke up with me. And then in August, no, excuse me, October is when I found out he got married. On Facebook. I found out on oh Facebook. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it was so funny because... The reason August came into play, I was like, where did August come in? It's because- I don't know what's worse, finding out your husband goes to strip clubs at your salon or finding out your ex-boyfriend got married, who you thought you were getting back together with on Facebook. Pretty bad. All right, go ahead. I know. I know. All right. So, no, but this is my life. And so what, what happened was after he told me all of that in July, I went to his Facebook and I realized I was blocked. Oh, my but, God. Yes, he blocked me. And, but come on now, you already know all I wait, all I did was wait till one of my friends came over. I was like, give me your phone. And right. when, when she gave me her phone, he had updated his profile picture to the picture of their wedding picture. And he had updated his status to, um, married. married. Like, you know, he had gotten married, not his status, but the post that says on what day it says married in August. So I was like, oh, okay. He tried to do the right thing. You know, he, he did meet somebody. He wanted to get married and they got, got married. That's why he broke up with me in July. So I was actually feeling a little bit more understanding because yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, okay, he broke up with me in July. He got married in August. So he was trying to start fresh with her. But then after I started doing my little inch high private eye investigation and going through all the <laughs> And little, how did you do that? I want to know. <laughs> you really want to know? I've done do this you, before as well. Do you really want to know what yes, happened? Yes, please. Employ all. I want to hear. I would get myself in trouble if he ever watches it or somebody ever no, watches it. No, no. I'm not, I don't care about that. I'll block but, him from the race from the ring. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. But I was like, okay. He's who is because it didn't say who he was married to. So I was like, okay, well, who is he married to? He even had a picture of his bride in his. He did, but it didn't. Oh, you didn't know who she was. Okay. Yeah, but she wasn't tagged. I didn't have her name. Right, you didn't have her name. Okay, got it. Right, but I knew that I know like members of his family. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, well, maybe he's not friends with her because I couldn't see that far find her. But I said, 
I know someone is, somebody is. So I just went through his family members and their friends until I found the, the same picture of the two of them. And so that gave me her. And so when I went to her profile, she had updated her profile and her picture and everything on January 1st. It, on January 1st, it was actually the wedding photos, like more of the wedding photos aside from that just one on the profile. And so I was like, okay, so he's been married all year then. And so what I believe happened is that in August, she probably was like, we've been married. Why haven't you posted me? Why haven't you updated your profile? Because he had you. Or and probably 12 other people. I don't know. But he finally did it in August. And in August, he blocked me at the same time because I had never been blocked prior to this. That's crazy. And they had been married. You all to, dated and, for a while while he was still married. You were still connected. Okay. That's why I went off. I, that's what made me mad is because I really honestly felt that if he had broken up with me in July, for whatever reason, even if he just gave me an excuse in yeah. July and yeah. then got married in August, at least he's yeah. trying to be a good husband and start a clean slate and go on with his life. But yeah. none of that happened. All that happened is he probably was getting busted and found out. And so he had to make certain decisions in order to try to keep his marriage. So since I already found her and I found her phone number through all of my research, I just text her and and told her everything good for you yeah well, and did she believe you oh yeah she could not believe me I, I mean i can tell her way way 12 years i can tell you his mom his dad his middle name oh no no i get that but the fact that he was she was still connected to you did she she i mean that was the only part i don't know i guess because of my i've been in situations before where i've more than once like kind of confronted women and one case in particular, the the woman was like, basically was telling me I was lying. I'm like, I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, you're crazy. You think I'm lying? <laughs> no, something's wrong with I, you. Yeah. I mean, but though, again, most even, women would be would embrace that. I think I would if someone came to me. I'd be upset, but I would like li- I would want to make the girl my friend. I would want to hear it all. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she didn't, I mean, and I had to, I mean, even a time, I can give her so many different dates and time during the course of when they had met each other, you know? And so. My when did they meet? Did you find that out? Like when, how long were he dating her before they even got married? Well, I, didn't, I already what? knew. I could tell by his patterns. Like I know this man inside and out. I know when, when, when I'm not, when I don't hear from him and he's not responding. So I knew that he, I didn't even ask her. I'm telling her, you've been there for two years. And then I told her, her birth date, her, what her kids' names were, what um, her astrological sign was. Like I, I research, I know all this stuff. So it's not to me, I didn't even care. I didn't even, it didn't cross my mind whether or not she believed me. And some of my friends, especially one of my friends was so mad. And she was like, Sharifa, you don't do that. You don't call the other woman. You don't. I said, no, this I will. If I just married some guy, I would I would want to know, you know, yeah, so I don't want to be her. Right friend. I don't want to. You aren't trying to her. hurt her. You're just trying right. to inform her. And what yes. she does with that information is up to her. Yeah, exactly. no, I get that. Yeah. That's why I said I wasn't really concerned about like what she thought of the information, because yeah. even if she doesn't believe me, the one thing that I know to be true is that eventually you're going to see. Eventually you're going to see. I just try to warn you and tell you this is what happens. This is what he does. This is what he did. And so 
you know, forewarned is forewarned is forearmed. And all she said at the end was, you can have them. She was like, she's dating these other guys and she, you know, her whole story. But she was like, you can have them. She was dating other people too? She's talking to other people or something she said. So I don't know. Oh, man, it doesn't sound like a very good marriage. (laughs) I, I know. But I think they each got something out of it because I told her exactly what he wanted in her. And 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 it was oh this is funny I had to tell you this what part. was that can you tell us what did he yes I'm gonna tell you but the funny thing is I told my friends three not that I'm a psychic but I told her I told them I can tell you three things about her that I know the type of person she is I said I can mm-hmm. tell you she's a mom because he mm-hmm. likes women with moms because moms are so focused on their kids that they don't mm-hmm. pay attention to what you're doing. Then I said she has to be in the medical industry. She has to be a nurse or something, somebody who works long hours because he doesn't want her there paying attention to whatever it is that he's doing. And I said, uh, it was something else that I said about her, but each one was right. She, she has two kids. She, um, she's not a nurse, but she's a, she's in the medical field. She's like a, Mm -hmm. I almost want to say chiropractor. You know what I mean? Okay. Like she's she's in yeah. medicine, but she worked long hours. And I was like, I can tell because I know his type. I know his mm-hmm. type. That's so funny. That's this is funny. my life. So she left him. They're obviously getting a divorce. Have no, you spoke? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I haven't spoken to him. You can have him. So wasn't I she dumb or I don't I, I haven't spoken to him. I haven't spoken to her. So she said, you can have him. She was going to go on. She said it was some nice doctor who's been trying to talk to her. And okay, but I don't know. I didn't follow up. Yeah, no, you should move on with your life for sure. I'm wondering he didn't try to reach out to you and like flip out. (laughs) No, no, no. Because that wouldn't have served any purpose. The more the, the main thing is, I think for him, it has more to do with COVID. Because he's the kind of person who, why we were together for 12 years, is that we're both very independent. He's a very independent person. He likes to go and do whatever it is that he wants to do. And when he gets stressed at work, he he um, focuses a lot of time on just work. So he's not a, the kind of person who always needs someone up under him or likes to go out. He's a homebody who goes mm-hmm. to live together for some time. So I've watched him. He goes to work, he comes home. He goes to work, he comes home. So for him being with a, a person who's a nurse or in the medical field who works 12 hour days and you know, in COVID, she probably had to be doing, you oh, know, she probably was, yeah, she probably never was home. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's at home by himself living his life however he wants to live it. And that was, I think, part of the attraction to him that she's not there and that he could go and do whatever he wants to go and do. Like me, I'm the like, no, we here together. Like, <laughs> I'm here with you. Well, I, I got to see what you up to. We live in our life. So right, right, different. right, right. But you didn't see him a lot. So I would think that you were probably appealing as well because you are 30 minutes away, you know, you didn't, you only saw him once a week or whatever you, when you saw him, but I guess you're saying if you were to get married, you obviously would have been more like kind of visible in his life in that way. So maybe that was like a deterrent for him. Who knows? He doesn't sound like a very nice guy. That's for sure. But he was my best friend. I mean, what he did wasn't nice, but I, I really enjoyed our friendship. 
you know, we had a lot in common. He really got me. We used to laugh and talk about a lot of different things. You know, mm. over the years, I was laid off eight times. I've mm. been homeless. I've lost a lot of different things. And he was the one who was always there to pick me up. So I didn't see him often, but we communicated. We were the kind who text all day. Like we text oh, all day. We talk okay. all day. We just, you know, didn't necessarily yeah. see each other. I hear you. Okay, so he needed to have more space, I guess, in that in that way. Yes. Do you miss him? I miss him. I actually missed him more. Like now it's March. You know, it's like mm, that was six months ago. So I miss him much less. But there are times when I when I do think about him. You know, because I think the main reason is when I look at certain points of my in my life he was there or he was the one where I called and be like, Oh, life is going crazy. And he would be like, you can do it. Keep your head up. Kind of, you know, So now I don't have that person and I'm back on the dating scene. Are you dating anybody now? No, not um, like talking to anybody. I was talking to a guy, but he, he wound up being crazy too. He, he just, (laughs) I mean, all these weird people, he, this guy blocked me over chicken. Can you believe that? What? What? My over life chicken. over chicken. Over, Would y'all have me, a talk about chicken? No. He called me and he asked me, and everything was pretty much okay. And he lives a while, a mile away. And he called and he asked me what was for dinner, and I really didn't feel like moving or whatever. So I told him, "Okay, what do you want?" He's like, "I want this kind you're of kidding, chicken." Right? You're just playing around with each other. He wasn't calling. No, no he was chicken. serious. No, he was oh. serious. So okay. I was supposed to pick up the chicken. But when I called, because of the COVID, I guess, the restaurant was closed. And so I called the guy and I told him, I said, you know, I'm tired. I called. It was closed. Um, you know, I'm just going to come over another day. And he was like, okay. Then he texts me. And he goes, I knew you were a flake. I knew you weren't coming over. Just lose my number. You're blocked. And, and I, I everybody this and they're like over chicken. I'm like, he blocked me over chicken because I he probably just, thought you were canceling on him. It sounds like he's a yeah. come on, dude, yeah, get over did. yourself. Like if you did that three times, fine. I'm like, give me a break. That's he what could I have come over your house with some chicken frying up in the pan. <laughs> Yeah. That's craziness. Yeah, there are a lot of weirdos out there. I could tell you lots of stories too. It's nuts. Like one, one guy pretended to be somebody he's not, and and even I feel like hired his friend to pose as somebody to like get me like stay interested in him. It was like it's a lot of effort for me. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a catch, but I'm not like a shark. Like I'm not. I'm trying to think of like a, a large fish. Obviously, I'm not a shark, but. <laughs> I'm like, you can find somebody else. I'm not worth all that effort. Trust me. <laughs> it's God. hard out there. It's weird yeah. out there. It is hard. It is. But keep your float. They keep your head in the game and just do your thing. And the right one will come along. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, is that as I get older, the less I want to have some, like to get married or to have a that kind of companion. Because I don't I like yeah, I know. Because I'm getting very set in my ways, and I yes. like my I like my space. I was dating a guy um, for a very short time, but he slept over um, a couple times, and I was like, like "Are you gonna go?" Yes. <laughs> I didn't want him to sleep over after we like 
you know, hooked up and did the hanky panky. I was like, you can leave. Yes, that's <laughs> I didn't say that, but I didn't pack a bag or anything. So I was like, oh, do you, if you need to go. <laughs> I am just like, yeah, I just got to stay. I'm like, okay, that's nice. Yes. Like, do you want just, me to go? I was like, no, yes. stay. Yes, that's how I am. I was like, oh my, and then in the morning, I'm like, thank God, because he had a leave. He had nothing at my house. And I was like, oh my God, yes. I just wanted my house. Like, get out of my yes. house. Yes. Yeah. It's hard. I've been like that. I, I get so, I remember one guy I was dating. It was so funny because um, I had met him. We had kind of been dating. And then my cousin lived near this um, comedy store. And so I had introduced, we had, the guy had been over my cousin's house. We had been there. And so we had decided to go see comedy. So I told him, I said, okay, we'll go see the comedy tomorrow. I said, meet me at the comedy club and we'll watch the show. So the next day he calls me and he asked me, he goes, my cousin's name was Tammy. He goes, why aren't you at Tammy's house? And I go, how do you know I'm not at Tammy's house? He goes, because I'm at Tammy's house. And I said, okay, well, I'll be right there. And so I hop in the car and I get there and I tell him, I said, let me talk to you. He's like, like yeah, I said, you, me, this not working out. He's like, why? I said, because I told you that we're meeting at the comedy store and you take it upon yourself to go to Tammy's house. And I'm like, I can't do this. And no, he sounds like really aggressive. That's nuts. But he says, he goes, but you're break. It was a miscommunication. You're breaking up with me over a miscommunication. And I go, well, I didn't have a miscommunication. And what I'm beginning to see is that we don't communicate. And if we can't communicate, we don't have a relationship. And I was done. But what more the thing that got to me more than anything else, even the miscommunication, and this is bad. So forgive me in advance to all the viewers, but you do not start off a call asking me questions. Like, why am I not doing this? Why am I not here? That that really aggravates me. So when you say, why are you not? I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't like to be questioned at all because as an entrepreneur, I'm, you know, and I work from home and I don't really have a set schedule. So I, I will tell everybody, oh yeah, my friends know. I'd be like, I'll be at home all day. And then the phone rings and then I, I head out somewhere and uh, some guys can't take that because they'll say, well, you said you weren't going anywhere. You said you were going to the store. That's too bad. You changed your mind. Yes. Ever. And so I avoid that. Avoid that at all costs. I don't like. Yeah, you questions. don't need a keeper. You're a grown woman. You got people to do things to do, pocketbooks to buy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, let's touch base and see how it's going in a couple more months. But you, I think, like we, I think the take home, at least for me, hearing your story, is that when you start feeling a little pit in your gut, like end it. You know, it sounds like that's what you're doing now. So yes, it's the right yes. thing. Yeah, I'm having fun though. I mean, just dating. My friends call me 51st dates because like, I love <laughs> having dates. You do? I hate that. I do. I like dates, but I, it doesn't take me. I mean, days. I like them. I guess I, if I look at them more, it's like I'm getting to know a person mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not and like looking at it like this could be the one like I just like go into it like I'm meeting someone at the very least because of this dating show I'm like I'm getting content like you know they may not realize it but I don't like disclose their identities or anything but certain 
you know, dates have led, kind of made its way on the air just because they're funny stories that I kind of like yes. change around a little not to hurt anybody's feelings. But I, um, that's why I look at it. And I'm like, yeah. And then if there's an attraction or something, then awesome. Then we'll have a date two. And then we'll have <laughs> <and> date four. <laughs> you know, I have to keep you updated. If I got to get married. I'm like, over or something and I don't like them. I'm just kidding. What did you say? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I said, but I keep you updated if I decide to get married or something. Yes. Give me an email you. if you get someone decent that you've gone on like maybe more than like say, maybe if you dated a month. Okay. okay Sounds like you date a little more frequently than me. My I date every someone every two or three weeks. <laughs> just just because like of me. my schedule. I'm like my kids are younger than yours and like the business and I'm not always in the same place. I go back and forth to New York, which causes a glitch in the plans. I'm not always physically in New York and that tends to be the people I date tend to be from New York. So this weekend I have two dates, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. I have a date on Friday. No, wait, I was supposed to have a date tonight, Thursday. I moved it to Saturday. That's what it is because I, um, anyway, my plans changed with a, with a girlfriend. So I'm now free. And then I have a date Sunday night. Two oh, different people. That's good. Research. That's good. That's good. But most women don't do that. They just find one guy and then they like, I have to make it work. Go out. Have oh, fun. Get oh out God, the house. No. That's the most important thing. Just get out yeah, the house. I just have a very open mind and I don't make it long and whatever. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. Thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody where they can find you and that they want to watch your show and everything like that. Go ahead. AskSharifa.com. Check me out on the website at AskSharifa.com. Okay. Thanks, Sharifa. You're welcome. Thank you. Enjoy California. <laughs> yes. Jelly. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. The Race for the Ring is brought to you by family-owned and operated Burkos Fine Jewelry. Handcrafted and designed with a keen eye for fashion and flair, Furco's collections are made to perfection, winning all kinds of accolades and serving customers across the globe. From stunning diamond pieces to fashion-forward 14-karat gold and statement necklaces and earrings, Furco's is the place to go for a special gift, milestone celebration, or a treat to yourself. Race for your ring and follow them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry and get 10% off your first purchase at checkout with the code MINDY10. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.